Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This episode is Knowing is Easy, Doing is Hard. Most people with ADHD tend to know what they're supposed to do and how to do it, but have a tough time making it happen consistently. We'll discuss why. More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, the book, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. Cool. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. Most people with ADHD generally know what they're supposed to do, how to do it, why it's a good idea to do it, and probably when it would be ideal to get it done. That's the easy part. The hard part is actually doing it. That's kind of a contradiction. The task isn't hard, but it's hard to do it. For example, filing papers isn't inherently difficult, but sitting down and following through with it is. Going to the grocery store is usually pretty easy, but actually getting there before the fridge is empty is hard. This is why it's easy to tell other people what to do, but it's harder to follow that advice ourselves. All the complexities of daily life get in the way of following the plans and priorities that we set for ourselves, whereas those don't exist when we're sitting around offering advice. Also, when we're giving advice to others, we're able to hone in on just the relevant matters and screen out other factors, something that's harder to do when we're emotionally involved in our own lives. As a result, a lot of ADHD folks get down on themselves for having such a hard time on such easy tasks. They may knock on themselves for being stupid or self-destructive for not doing these simple tasks, and unfortunately others may happily chime in on the criticism. Sometimes the challenge is the task itself, but sometimes the challenge is managing the rest of their lives so that the task actually gets done. Let's talk about each of these. First, sometimes the hard part is boredom. Many tasks in life are pretty easy, but really boring filing papers, paying bills, mowing the lawn, and loading the dishwasher. These tasks aren't hard, but adults with ADHD often have a hard time doing them. The challenge is to fight the boredom and actually start and then stick with these brain-numbing activities. So it's really more about boredom management than anything else. Second, sometimes the hard part is juggling. Other tasks may not be that boring, so it's more a matter of remembering and planning ahead to be in a good position to do them at the right time. It's kind of like how throwing a ball a few feet in the air and catching it is really pretty easy, you know, no problem. By catching that ball when you're also juggling five other balls, that's much harder. For many ADHD folks, life feels like they're forced to keep ten balls in the air when they can really only manage four or maybe three some days. So they wind up flailing around, dropping some and flinging others, randomly jumping from one task to the next without any real plan, or stopping to take a moment to figure out that plan. So important tasks are forgotten, 
while trivial ones are completed. It's not that they aren't good at catching one ball, it's that they aren't good at catching 10. When you put it all together, it creates a situation of consistent inconsistency. People with ADHD can do anything once. The problem is, most things in life need to be done repeatedly, especially the boring things. The electric company isn't much impressed if you get one payment in on time. Unfortunately, they're really good at noticing if one payment arrives late. People with ADHD perform some tasks quite well, but not others, or they can't maintain a consistent performance for the same task over time. This means that sometimes they do great on mundane activities, like doing all the laundry in a flurry of activity, but most of the time it looks like a mountain of dirty clothes is trying to eat the hamper. Or they may do well on a new activity, but then lose momentum over time as the novelty wears off. For example, I had a client once who was the top salesman for his company when he started. But within a few months, when the job had lost its spark, he became one of the lowest producers, much to his supervisor's confusion and chagrin. Unfortunately, this occasional good performance can be the most damning evidence against ADHD folks because it's seen as proof of their abilities. When they perform badly, people assume it's more about attitude than ability. What they don't realize is that the ability to be consistent over time and across situations is a skill in itself. For example, filling out checks and licking envelopes aren't really that hard, but remembering to do it every month, that is pretty hard. In fact, when I'm doing an ADHD evaluation, I look for these kinds of inconsistent performance. If someone has no problem being consistent on these sorts of maintenance activities, then she probably doesn't have ADHD. On the flip side though, if the person almost never does these things well, then I wonder if their problem is actually some other learning disability or lack of ability. Success in life is built not on doing a few things really well, but on doing lots of things at least reasonably well, or even just doing them. It's built on doing a thousand little things a day for a thousand days in a row. ADHD folks run into trouble on this stuff that's really pretty easy, as long as one remembers to do it when it's time to do it, has all the necessary stuff on hand, and takes it all the way to completion. Life rarely gives partial credit. I talked in details about the reasons why people with ADHD have these difficulties with consistency in the first 10 episodes of the podcast, so you can check those out in the archives at adultadhdbook.com if you miss them. It's the stuff on executive functioning. I'm also going to offer various strategies for being more consistent in upcoming episodes, but hopefully it's helpful for now just to understand this inconsistency a little better to have your experience explained and validated. Now, our next episode will be ADHD and the Evolving Personality. As with many things, growing up with ADHD can influence how your personality develops because it tends to make some situations more likely and other situations less likely. This is also affected by when you were diagnosed and whether you were treated. So until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.